Hello there darlings. It is I, Poppy Merriweather. Welcome to the Clockwork Cabaret. I know this podcast sometimes seems like some high school club where you can sing and dance your way through any socialization, but you have come to the wrong place. There is none of that here. You know these ladies can't sing or dance. Now, on with the show. sound of the cuckoo, you know that it is time for the Clockwork Cabaret! Hooray! Hooray! I am Emmett Davenport. And I am Lady Addercup. Lady Addercup is sick as a dog. Well, not as a dog. <laughs> I'm sick as a small, ill mammal. Yes. A mid-sized, ill mammal. She's all, like, sniffly and coffee and gross. Can't help it. Gross. All right. Halloween happened. You just ruined it I'm all. I'm just allergic to the Christmas season, I guess. Is that, oh, is it already Christmas season? Well, technically, I mean, we no, have to get through Thanksgiving. this is November. Yeah. I, I refuse to start celebrating Christmas until December 24th. <laughs> You're alone. You're alone in that. Ugh. Well, and you don't have to celebrate it. Christmas season isn't a thing that you celebrate. It's a thing that happens to you. Well, and it is upon us. I refuse to be. It doesn't matter if you're Christian. I refuse to it be put matter, upon. It doesn't matter if you celebrate the holiday. It doesn't matter because it is here and it is coming for us. Gross. It is relentless. Gross. Do you hear that sound in the distance? It's the sound of jingle bells. It's the little drummer boy. It's the little drummer boy and he's coming for you. Gross. gross. <laughs> I mean, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying. I'm alert. Apparently, I, it makes me ill. Yes. Well, and if you live in North America, uh, Thanksgiving is a thing oh, that right. will happen. Right. Turkey Day. Well, only not North America, just the United oh, States. Oh, just because the United Canada States. Canada yeah. has already had their Thanksgiving. Yes. They were like, uh, yeah, have fun with that, Americans. We're already done. Yeah. We preemptively got that out of the way. Christmas is upon you. There's no Thanksgiving to save you. Ugh. No turkey will ride in from the sunset on a... I'm not a fan of turkey anyway. I don't so. know what kind of steed a turkey would ride uh, on a noble rabbit. I, They'd, I feel buffalo. Like, yeah, well, buffalo might work. Yeah, it has to be something edible, I feel like. Buffalo's edible. Yeah, buffalo's also, edible. Also, I feel like it's way more... Uh, super American. It's super American and also more indicative of the season. Buffalo season? Well, no, Thanksgiving. Because it's, you know, supposed to be oh. supposedly the pilgrims oh. and the Native American Yeah, I know that's and... not a real thing. <laughs> let's be honest. That's no. not a real thing. No. That was... That, it's, that was No, it's propaganda. It's that was so, Europeans making some stuff it's up. total crap. I like the idea of having a holiday well, that that encourages beautiful. you right. to being grateful and thankful for what you right. have. And, and like, you know, and, spreading cheer with your neighbors yes. and accepting people even when they're different from you. It's a, be- it's a beautiful sentiment. 
It's beautiful. It's not what happened in the slightest. No, 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 no. Because Europeans, specifically white Europeans, terrible historically yeah. speaking. Sorry, fellow white European people of fellow white European ancestry. Uh, historically, white historically, people suck. We, we're terrible. And yeah, we no. and so yeah no Thanksgiving isn't gonna save us no it has nothing it has nothing for us the only thing I like is making the hand turkeys oh the little hand turkeys those are good hand I like turkeys. I like Thanksgiving I like I like any holiday that centers around eating well that yeah well there is that well technically and there's a bunch of food I do like because they're trying to fatten you up for this. Yes, yeah, so you can feast. survive. No, so you can survive the winter because oh. also European settlers not real great on doing that either. We're from North Carolina. There's all colonies that disappeared here. It's like, oh, what happened? To all never mind. We don't know. They're gone now. It's because the wild turkeys got them. Could be turkey squatch. Yeah, you don't know about turkey squatch. It's kind of like sheep squatch. It is like it's turkey squatch. Instead. Turkey squatch. Also, wild turkeys are way smarter than domestic turkeys. Yeah, what is it when we domesticate an animal? We make them dumb. We like them dumb. We like them dumb. We're like, well, hey. they're easier to catch. You know, wild boars are terrifying. They're terrible. Mm-hmm. Like they're a thing that used used. They're to, fearful. Yeah, you used to, well, no, like just gnarly, t- like, gross, yeah. Mangy, you used to go out into the forest into the dark and hunt them and that's yep. how you became an elder of your tribe yep. and now we're like uh bacon yeah little and little cute pigs well little teacup pigs well no little, actually no, no teacups aren't real i know no 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 pigs are teacups i know that's I know. not a real thing i know it's a lie <laughs> it's a lie it's also a lie it's, it's like a Thanksgiving. lie <laughs> yeah it's a lie some people like to tell you so that you buy these a, just a, a regular a baby pig, pig. Just a regular old A baby old pig, pig and then get very, very surprised that your cute little t- quote-unquote teacup pig has turned into a giant Just a pig. Hog. Just a pig. Yeah. Also not a, not a great pet. Not no. a great, not an animal. Unless you want good, to ride them. Not a good, well, not an animal that's suited to live inside. No. It's kind no. of like domestic foxes. Have you seen those? Those are great. They're, yeah. they're those adorable. Those supposedly... Pigs, you can train to use litter boxes. You can, but they also like to root yeah. and rut, and like they have a a series yeah. of behaviors that yeah. are not yeah. suitable for in indoor living. Yeah. Well, to be fair, so do dogs. Yeah, but they, and they smell and they need mud. Yeah, for their yeah, skin because they don't they're like hippos. So they don't. Well, yes, they don't sunburn. Yeah, uh, it's like foxes. It's like yeah, you can domesticate them. They'll be friendly and they'll be nice and they'll be sweet and they'll love you, mm. but they don't. No, they don't live inside. Well, ferrets. Outside. I I had a I had a pair of ferrets. Those are small enough that you can kind of keep in a yeah, but they're but they're smelly. Area. Yeah, they're smelly. They're super smelly. And even if you remove the scent glands, they're still they smelly. They still smell bad. And they're, they're so and cute though. They're very cute. Oh, they're, they're very so cute. But a lot faces. of a lot of a lot of people are are deathly allergic to I them. Am. And they do, and sad and they don't find out that until they've until actually been got, exposed no. to them because it's not something that you're usually exposed to. That's a hundred percent what happened also, to me. Yeah. Also, <laughs> you have to clean their cage every day because yeah. they are smelly little They're, wild well, creatures. Cats are smelly creatures. little, yeah. barely domesticated wild creatures yeah. that like to destroy your furniture. But I had, I had so. some, and then I had to, I had to, I had to give mine away because Rupert, Rupert was deathly allergic, so. I'm and any time he visited, he w- his face would just turn puff up, puff up, and turn bright red, and it was terrifying. And and he'd get all like goopy and sneezy, and 
Yeah, I'm also I'm the it same way. It was not an attractive look. No, I'm the same way, and I didn't. My brother had a one of one of my many brothers had a ferret named Bradley. Oh, <laughs> mine was Audemon and Salem. Bradley was very fat. Oh, Audemon was very fat. Audemon uh, would get stuck in her, uh, her tunnel, her, her little tube ferret thing. tunnels. Yeah. And I'd have to actually take it apart and then shake her out of it <laughs> because she would purposefully. I, I know she did it purposefully because she would watch me while she did it. She would make eye contact. She was like, you was watch me while yeah. I get stuck so in this tunnel. So she would slide into it and then try and reverse. But she was so, f- <laughs> oh, she was very f- rotund yes. for a ferret, which doesn't take much. She was big boned. And then she would, get, she was, and then know. she would roll up and be in a little U shape stuck in the <laughs> tube. And I would have to pop it out and then shake her out of it. Uh-huh. And she would chitter at me and... And then, and then, I swear she was laughing. No, probably. Yeah, I, I mean that was the most she fun like, she'd had all week. At me. Yeah. And I, I didn't, was like, huh. I took I took Bradley out for a day. I had an adventure with a ferret because I was mm. very excited because I was like, I'm gonna spend all day with this ferret. And I did not. It did not go well. Mm. I mean, it went fine for the ferret. He had a great time. Right. I did not. You have, had allergies. I did not have as much of a good time. And then once. Once I had the initial reaction, yeah, there was no stopping that. It was yeah. very sad for me. Because they are adorable they little are murder adorable. machines. They are adorable little murder They tried to, Audubon and uh, Salem tried to kill a kitten. Because oh. that is actually something you have to be very, very uh, careful about with ferrets. Because they're predatory. Well, yeah, and kittens are, while, while tiny and cute and adorable, mm-hmm. they're still cats. Yeah. And... They, and ferrets sense them that as being, oh, wait, you're cute now. That's cool. But, but, you're gonna... but I obviously know that you're going to turn into another predatory animal. and I can't and... have that in my, my area. Yeah. And they will play briefly, and then they turn, and then they do the murder ball, oh. as like oh. I call. So what it, they basically will wrap, wrap around the, like, running squirming around the the kit a, a kitten and it's actually a very common issue and then Did and basically tire out the kitten until it has a heart attack and die oh thankfully dear. i realized what was going on <laughs> really quickly and took the kitten away did you ever think maybe it was just your ferrets no i maybe actually your ferrets were just dirt jerks no i actually read about it no i, I actually <laughs> i read about it and looked it up because and talked to other people who had ferrets and said oh no that's a thing you gotta watch them with babies you gotta watch them with baby other baby animals um especially other animals that are predatory in nature because they will because they're in their little instinct brain their little predatory brain, predator brain in, yeah. and they're like ha competition yeah let's of get course rid of my this. cat my little kitten was a jerk and Nicodemus liked to. Uh, Maybe they were just trying to protect you. Well, like, Nicodemus. No, well, no, no Nicodemus wasn't a jerk to me. Nicodemus was a jerk to them and would climb on the top of their cage. Well, and he, then and then they would nip at her feet. Yeah, because Nicodemus turned out to be a girl. As it often happens, uh, and uh, but they would nip at her little kitty pads while she was walking up there and no matter how many times I would tell her to stop and take her down she would just keep going up there well because she was a cat right yeah the cats are jerks well and I think she was just rubbing in the fact that I'm not in a cage yeah you're you're in a cage but I am not yeah suck it ferrets yeah so the murder ball may have been retaliatory yeah to be fair to be fair yeah but (laughs) 
<laughs> it wasn't the ferret's fault. But it was still horrible and, and very stressful for all of us. And all everyone, involved. everyone involved was very stressed out. Oh. Yeah. But their faces, though. They're, yes, they're very they're adorable. Little faces. And watching them eat peanut butter. Oh my was gosh, the, that sounds adorable. Yes, because that's how you. Uh, that's how uh, you would trim their how you trim their nails uh-huh. is you put peanut butter or peanut butter oil on their bellies. Oh my gosh! And then so they would bend over. So they were just super focused and, on yeah, licking and their lick bellies. all of the peanut butter about things off of them. And while they're doing that, you trim their nails. Oh my gosh! It was adorable. That sounds so cute. I ended up giving them to a man named Ogre. True story. Did he sing for a band called Skinny Puppy? He did not. Oh, that was just his nickname. (laughs) Okay. He also was super in love with ferrets. He had had a ferret as a as a younger man, and he as a young ogre. Yes, as a young ogre. He was a baby Shrek, an ogrelet. (laughs) Back when he was a young o, back when he was a young Shrek living in the swamp. Yes, he had his friend. He had had a pet. He had had a pet ogre, and he or not a pet ogre. He had had a pet (laughs) ferret. And he and he loved it. Oh! And then he had hadn't had an opportunity to have any, and I was looking for somebody to take to take my ferrets to foster to, for a babies. good home. And uh, and he was totally willing to do it. So Did, I was he like he had to be a big oh, giant guy. Oh, right? he was. He yeah. Was, he oh, was God, a bouncer so at good. he was a bouncer at a bar, and oh. he actually kept them with him at all <gasps> times and had a little pouch for them, and they were always with him. <laughs> While and, he was working the door yeah. at the bar. Yeah, yeah it was adorable. Couch. Yeah, oh my yeah. Gosh. So I got to visit them oh, periodically. No. That is the cutest yes. thing I've ever heard. And also, I had given him all of the like the oh. accoutrements that I had um, free of charge, and he was shocked. He was shocked that I didn't like want money uh-huh. and stuff. And I was like, no, I just want them to go to a good home. I love yeah. these ferrets. I, I just, just want them to be with a man who will carry them. them in a pouch. To work. Yes. Yeah. He will have a little I think he might have watched Beastmaster as a small child and been very, (laughs) very excited about it. it. Yeah. Uh, And that's the story of how Emmett Davenport had ferrets and then lost them. (laughs) And then gave ferrets to a man (laughs) named named Ogre Ogre. (laughs) who fashioned a ferret papuska. Yeah. (laughs) Like a little papoose. (laughs) Yes. And carried them around. To carry them around and took them to work. Yes. Oh, that had the best ending. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's better than I than like he ate them or something. Well, so. no. with the name like ogre, I was slightly concerned. <laughs> what What are you do, going to do with these ferrets? No, he was just gonna love them. No, he was. He did. He, he was really just gonna them. love them, and they were gonna be with him for always. Yes. And that and that is truly what happened. <laughs> it's a true story. Don't, don't judge an ogre by his looks. Yeah, or her looks. Or by his name. I mean, or honestly, I don't even yeah. know what his real name was. Well, I probably could have asked, but I never it, bothered. Does it matter? It, yeah. It's a better story with Ogre. His nickname was Ogre. Shrek. Who is Shrek? Shrek McShrekington. Yes. So if you know a guy named Ogre in Savannah, Georgia. And if he still has ferrets. Well, he wouldn't. They don't live that long. Oh, no, he might have new ferrets. Oh, yes, he might have new ferrets. Oh, my gosh. Dark. Well, like, no, he could have no other ferrets. Well, other than he mine. might. He might have new ferrets, but but uh, but he's say hello to him for me. That's <laughs> Emmett Davenport says hi. He won't remember me. No, <laughs> it's been a long time. So long. Tell okay. him I said hi too. He doesn't know me at all. But yeah. hey, tell him I said hi too. Like your ferrets. Hey, hey, ogre! I heard about your ferrets. That was a great story. 
Love <laughs> Lady Addercop. And please say it all like that yes. exactly. Yes. I'm sure Love he'll really Lady appreciate Addercop. it. I'm sure he will just go get out of this bar. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> then he'll be like, you've had enough already. You need to leave. If he's, if, he's still, if he's still working as a bouncer. Who knows? I have no idea. He breeds ferrets now. Ogre's ferrets. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ogre's fur friends. Oh, <laughs> so you're called ferrets. It's ogre's fur friends. He breeds them. He makes the. He has the the biggest, most uh, loving ferret farm in all of Savannah. Savannah's probably not a real good place to have ferrets. It's very hot and swampy. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I, don't know I mean, that's where I had. I mean, are. I mean, that's where I had them. That's where we. I, from the swamp too. That's where we had Bradley. Yes. It was the swamp. He's he was fine. All right, so uh, I've told a story. Yeah, we discussed ferrets. We discussed ferrets. We, we, in we way, gave some business to Ogre's fer- yeah. Fur Friends Farm. Yes. Uh, so uh, we probably should play some music. That sounds like a very good idea. city side crystal bits of snowflakes all around my head and in the wind I had no illusions that I'd ever find a glimpse of summer heat waves in your eyes you did what you did to me now it's history I see here's my comeback on the road again things will happen I will wait here for my man tonight It's easy when you're big in Japan When you're big in Japan Tonight, big in Japan Be tight, big in Japan Where the eastern sea is so blue Big in Japan Things are easy when you're big. 
big in Japan. Big in Japan. So, Emmett, any interest in joining my singing group? Wait, is this a thing now? Yeah, we sing covers of songs, but we do it without any instruments. It's all from our mouths. Ugh. Mouths. Yeah, ooh, nope. Yikes. That is, nope. Look, it was a court-ordered community service, all right? I have to give back to my adoring public. Since when do you have an adoring public? Since I put it on my parole paperwork. Come on, help a lady out. Absolutely not. The more community service I do, the shorter my parole, the shorter my parole, the less time I'm legally mandated to stay on this airship. <gasps> Did it sound like I said absolutely not before? No, no, because what I meant to say is, where can I sign up? Yeah, that's what I thought.
Amos with I Don't Like Mondays. Before that, we had the Be Good Tanyas with When Dubs Cry. And starting off our set was Anne Brun with Big in Japan. 
And if you haven't noticed yet, we're doing cover songs. It's a cover show. It's a cover show. We haven't. I feel like we haven't done it in a while. I mean, we often have cover songs because I find them funny. Yeah. But but we like them. This is all going to be covers. And every if you, <laughs> spoiler, every song. So if you don't know who the originals are by, I will quickly tell you. So the Tori Amos "I Don't Like Mondays" was originally done by the Boomtown Rats. Yep. Uh, the Be Good Tanya's "Wherein Dove Cry" was originally done by Prince. And Big in Japan was originally done by Alphaville. I was going to say Alphaville. Yeah. And it's, that's a much, I didn't realize that song was so depressing yes. until the Anne Brune version. I was like, oh, this is a sad song. Yeah, the word. Like, I don't think until uh, I heard her version did I actually pay attention to the lyrics. Yeah. And the original is actually a little bit more upbeat. Yeah. Uh, when I first saw the name of that on her album, I was really, really hoping that it was the Tom Waits Big in Japan. Oh, right, because he also has a Big yeah, in Japan. and I was expecting that the song, and so was totally thrown off when I heard the Alphaville. When it was the Alphaville going, version? But wait, I know the words, and I'm singing along with this, oh, but wait. it's not the this words. This isn't Tom Waits at all. Yes, but this isn't the song I was looking for. So, yes. I Don't Like Mondays is about... Um, we were just discussing this on yeah. air about a school shooting. Hooray! Though, though uh, Bob Geldof will say that it's not. Yes, I believe that they had said that claimed that it is not right. referencing the school a school shooting, which we was in the. Find I believe it was in the very, late, It was like in the late to mid seventies. Yeah, or, it was the seventies. Yeah. It's also one of yeah. the few that was, was perpetrated by a, a a girl. Yeah, um, a female shooter, yeah. I should say. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's totally about that event. But they they said it isn't, so I guess... Who are you going to believe? <sighs> us. <laughs> believe yeah. us. So, yeah, so I thought it would be good to do a covers thing. It's after Halloween. We couldn't do scary any... We couldn't do another <laughs> scary show. I mean, we could have. We could have, but I I felt like we it had run its course. All right. At least... You know, for a week. Next week, although who we knows? Did, yeah, although we did, do, we did still reference uh, cryptids because we talked about sheep squatch. Oh, we did. Which is a yes. real thing that you guys can Google. Oh, yes. Uh, yes, you can. <laughs> Here's a fun fact. Make sure your safe search is on as, oh. per, as per usual. Yeah, well, always. Just always. always. Just, just always. always make sure that that is a thing. Sheep squatch is a real, I think, in the Appalachian area region of the of the americas yeah sheep squatch i'm not roams the hills i'm not surprised I, I i believe sheepy and scratchy yeah i believe uh, um i believe pretty much every every culture on the planet has some sort of cryptid weird oh, yeah 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 there's weird cryptids creature that's a hybrid of one thing and another I don't nice. think any place else has a sheep squatch. I think that would be uniquely American. <laughs> you, uh, you'd probably be surprised. Uh, I'm sure I, there's I somebody. I would be surprised. I'm, I'm sure there are some people. I'm sure there's something somewhere that's something like that. Goat squatch. Yeah. Well, I mean, shoot, there's the chupacabra. In, yeah, in, but those aren't those aren't. Uh, those are are uh, creatures that suck the blood of goats. Yes, I believe. Yes, that's and, what uh, chupacabra means. Yes, yep. and uh, the goat sucker. And they're supposed Fun to fact. be kind of weird little 
Like, or, or also potentially aliens. I've yes. also heard um, like cattle mutilations yes. and things like that get a, a, a attributed to chupacabras. Yes. And and yeah, there's there's so many cryptids out there. Yeah. We could I could spend all day on cryptids. They're very interesting. Uh, but I, I don't know that there are any other Sasquatch slash well the Yeti so, yard. No, 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 but no, well, yeah, no, like, like sheep squatch. Yeah. Like yeah, Sasquatch no. slash, you know, domesticated creature hybrids. I think that just might be an American thing. That's because we have no real folklore of our own. <laughs> we Everything do. Is, well, no, it's a, a lot well, of, a lot of our folklore. Is, yeah, it. a lot of our folklore is all borrowed from other folklore. Right things. Well, we're, mean, and, a, we're, and a, we're a nation of immigrants Sasquatch and other cultures. Is definitely and, a thing and in that, America, and that we like you skunk know, ape and and yes. and the yeti. But most yeah. other versions of Sasquatch are just Sasquatch. Right. This is a unique hybrid creature, like a Sasquatch and a sheep fell in love and had a oh, baby. Someone just made that up and then messed with people. Are, are you saying this sheep squatch isn't real? You don't believe in sheep squatch? I do not believe in sheep squatch. I think I just like saying sheep squatch. Yes. I would believe in a jackalope. A jackalope is also American. Before I believed in a sheep squatch. The Fiji mermaid, I believe, is also American. That's another hybrid. Yes, and totally made up. And totally made up. Because it was a monkey and a fish. It was a monkey and a fish. fish Yeah, it was a mummified monkey and fish that was literally... Yeah, that was from... uh, uh, Barnum and Bailey. Yes. Yeah, and honestly, um, there were a lot of amazing, magical, and mystical creatures. Actually, as far back as, like, the medieval times, um, uh, chefs would uh, would stitch oh, yeah. animals together to make things like cockatrices Tablons, and, and, yeah. weird, and weird, beautiful table settings with strange, mystical, magical-looking creatures. And then, peop- and then they would tell you that it was a real thing. Yeah, if you guys have never watched so, Supersizers, that's that's a show worth because yes. they they discuss those the, yes. the sewn the mystery, together. Yeah, so there was things like they would take a, uh, you know, a pheasant, and then stitch it the front end of a pheasant and stitch it to the back end of a pig. Yeah, because because um, you know they were bored. They it was it was there wasn't a lot of in the way of entertainment back then. They didn't have television. They didn't have television. They, they didn't, didn't have, have podcasts. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't have, have the internet or the movies. Yeah, they had. They didn't have books because not yeah. everybody could read. Right. So music was very limited. Yeah, with they their just you know they so. had to get their entertainment where they could. But uh, uh, but Supersizers is a an eating drinking show where. The hosts live in a different yeah. time period, and then they have a diet based on that time period, where they live in a house that's roughly dates from that the time, time. Yeah, roughly uh, that time period. Wear clothing that roughly dates from yeah. that time, and then eat a diet that for also, a week. Yeah, for yeah, a week. That dates that. from that and time, and it's. <laughs> there's definitely one where they're in the, the dark ages. Yeah, you're like, oh, this is why everyone died yes. at like forty. Yeah, the Victorian era when. Ooh. When, also, like, dang, our ancestors drank a lot. Yes. Wow, holy cow. I mean, water would kill you, so it makes sense, but whoo. Yes, and it's and it, and it's set place and it takes place it's a it's show a British from, show. it's a BBC yeah. show, so they all base everything off mostly off of what was going on in, in Britain, Britain at that time. So um, it it's fun. very interesting if you like that if you like history and you like kind of the deep di- a deep food, dive food but and drink weird, of the era. Yeah, yeah, food and drink a of weird, the era. A weird side deep dive um that is definitely something to check out. I I enjoyed it. I did too. Yeah, I really liked it. 
but I, I like that. Like, I'm very intrigued by the culture and the, you know, food and drink because that's so informs how people thought and what they actually how they actually lived at the time yes. as opposed to what you hear like you know all the things about their humor how you were eating to to help to your correct humors, your humors your yes humors. yeah well you know that black bile will build up right and you don't want to have to you know like like you gotta get bring out some leeches and there was a lot of vegetables that they thought were poisonous that weren't poisonous or were they <laughs> that were or they just know, were like oh look at this pineapple we're going to buy it and put it in the window and let it rot yes how charming we're not sure how to eat it. Also, like, we don't know what it is. Yes, yeah. Yes, we put it in the window. Well, and for a very long time in France in the 17th century, 17th, 16th or 17th century? Maybe it was the 18th century. Anyway, at some period, potatoes were were not a thing. No, they no. They hated potatoes. They would not eat it. They were afraid of them. And then well, during... because they had tried to cook the stems and the... They tried to eat the, the plants. Leaf. Yeah, yeah. They tried and they were like... The... No. This is not a good thing. Uh, but then... <laughs> Meanwhile, people from South America were looking at them like, what are you doing? Yes. And then during the court of one of the Louis, I think it was Louis the 13th or 14th, when people were starving, um, Yeah. one of the, yeah, one of the scientists, there was a, some, uh, a gentleman came to the court and basically said, look, we got this thing. We got this potato. You can eat it. It's like, oh, no, it's we the tried root. that, no, darling. Tried it tasted it. It terrible. It made us all throw up. It's like, you're not supposed to eat the, the plant. plant. You eat the the thing and the, the root. It's the a root. tuber. It's... Like a turn. You know what a turnip is, right? Oh, yes, we do. Yeah, yes, no, we, we do. Have turnips. Oh, so, yeah. We carve faces into them. Oh, yes, we carve faces into them for some hain. It's lovely. <laughs> they're, they're nightmarish. We love it. Can we do that with potatoes? Should we do that with potatoes? Is that what you're saying? No, just eat the potato. Put it in your mouth. Chew it. Yes. And that's how we got potatoes. South Americans are just like, I can't even with these yeah. people. What? Just put it in your... Eat the part that doesn't make you puke. What's so hard about yeah. this? Oh, my gosh. That's why it took 800 people to realize that rhubarb is poisonous until you remove the skin. There's a and lot don't of that. eat the leaves. Don't eat the leaves. There's a lot of that in human history yeah. of don't, no, why, no. Why Stop are, sticking that in your mouth. Don't. What What are you doing? What are you doing? Stop putting that in your mouth. Oh, I mean, yeah. I guess they, maybe they thought, I feel like maybe that's the the title of my next history book that I <laughs> Stop write. Stop that. Why are you doing but, that? No. Stop putting that in your mouth. <laughs> a History you, of Food by Emmett Davenport. Yes. What are you doing? Stop putting that in your uh, mouth. Maybe they thought it would make them high. Probably. Because that's also a thing that yes. all all creatures love to do. This is slightly toxic, and it makes me Fun, feel funny, feel crappy, but not pukey crappy. So yes. I'm definitely gonna put this in my mouth. And you also have to keep in mind, like when the four humors theory of yeah. crap. <laughs> I was yes. gonna say I was gonna say medicine, but then right. I'm like, that's not right. It's not really medicine. Um, Quackology. And the four humors thing was anything that would make you puke yes. or make you poop. They were like, that is great. You should definitely put that in your body. Absolutely. 100 percent. That yeah. is great. That is you're medicine. Cleansing your humors. Yes, you are cleansing your humors. You're getting back all out all those toxins. Yeah. But your they humors are, are going to be great. Eat but, this. It's going to make you throw up right. a lot. But let us also point and out that. Then you're going to have nightmarish just, you know, like purging for three days. Yes, but your but, humors but are going to be so good. But at one point. We also, as as a people, as a as culture, a species. as a species, thought that our our intelligence, our intelligence center was our heart. 
Oh well, where unless unless women... you were um. Oh, that's also where your yeah. love lives. Yes. Um, unless you were Celtic, and right. then it lived in your liver. Right. <laughs> So, hey, what's so going you know, on? what's going on over there? So at different, so at different times, yeah. you know. Well, you know, and that was also like, oh my gosh, you look crappy, you look terrible. Here, I'm just gonna suck, stick these little blood sucking, gross, slimy creatures all over you. Don't freak out. Totally medicinally necessary. Yes, and what's weird? We even have a jar. It's called a leech jar. Don't yeah. worry. Don't worry. Yeah, but strangely, some of those medieval techniques. Are now being oh, no. used yeah. now, uh, <coughs> once again, in the present day. Yes. Leeches and maggots are, are actually are, are actually uh, yeah, being see, used in it for 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 different medical purposes. Uh, yeah. For like burn victims, the they're actually using them for uh, they're using maggots. Of course, they're they're specially grown in a Sterile. sterilized environment. Yeah, they're not going out to they're, the dumster yes, and grabbing some not, maggots. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 actually. Like yeah, hermetically prepared, magnets. but but it's still very weird when you think well, about it because and they leeches are good at like you know when you have like yeah if blood is building up yeah. under the surface of the skin you can pop a leech on there yeah. and it will yeah, yeah no but yeah but that's not what they were doing no no <laughs> like that's no like, they that's also like to ancient do, people's way too much right. credit they also like, like to do timpaning timpaning tim- yes where well, they which, would drill a hole into your into into your wait, skull how is that pronounced. It's timpaning? not timpaning. It's timpaning. No, now I can't think timpaning? of it. It's yeah, but, but uh, oh, I can't think of how it's pronounced no. now because now all I, ha- I know no. is the bad way. <laughs> yeah, no, I saw. I always just call it the bad way. So. Well, yeah, like well, but, but they used to drill a hole that in your brain. Actually, yeah, because well, in your and, head. And again, they weren't like they still do that. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes they would pour hot water into. Yeah, it. that's not so good. We no, don't do that anymore. No. And that's how you lobotomize people. No, that's just how you kill them. Yeah, well, you can do that too. Yeah, that's just how it's you a kill them. Thing. Uh, this show is turned into uh, medical oddities. Yeah, well, we did I'm, not mean to go that way. I'm not feeling well, so <laughs> no. I'm like, my, that's where my mind is. Yeah. I'm glad I'm sick in this age and not in the age where they were like, you look a little peaked. You know what'll help? I'm gonna open a vein up in your arm and just like you know, let oh, some yeah, of that bleed you. vital yeah, blood that seems, juice. Kill like, that seemed like a good idea. And I can't do it as a doctor. I'm a barber. But I but but I'm gonna send you to the guy that does my hair. Right. Actually, you know why the yeah. barbers had to do that? I, I do know why the barbers had to do it. Because they it's had because, the sharp implements. No, no, it was because um, <laughs> they had the good chair. Ninety percent, well, most of the time, they were the educated people. No, no, no. It was like it was because most of the time, if you perform surgery on someone, they died because they we didn't have and things like had, antibiotics or sterilization. No, it's because a doctor shouldn't perform surgery because it was going to kill you. Uh. So a doctor shouldn't do anything. That's literally gonna well, kill that, oh, you. Oh, because of the Hippocratic Oath. Right, and that yes. was actually part of the Hippocratic Oath was I will not cut for the stone, which right. basically means I won't try to remove um, organs or well, no, no, uh, like usually um, it was uh, uh, kidney stones because oh. you could feel them and you oh, could yeah. actually make yeah. an incision and physically remove it. Um, yeah, that's Samuel Pepys had yeah. that done. Um, Pep- oh, Peps. Peeps. Peeps. Samuel Peeps. Is that how you actually pronounce Peeps. his name? Yes, his name I is I always Peeps. want to call him Pepsis. Peps. No, it's not Pepsis. Pepsis. He invented Pepsi. Cola. <laughs> Little known fact. Peppies. <laughs> Samuel Peeps invented Pepsi Cola. <laughs> <laughs> no, but doctors weren't allowed 
to actually do the surgery right. because it was going to kill you. Like, right. 90% of the time was just going to kill you. So they're wow. like, well, the guy, that, like, doctors are supposed to cure you. They shouldn't be taking scalpels and stabbing them into your body and killing you. And it's like, well, okay, fair. But you know what barbers haven't done <laughs> is take Hippocratic Oath. And you know what they have on hand? Lots sharp of sharp, elements. pointy things. Yeah. And like usually, I'm assuming, a tile floor. Easy clean up. <laughs> you know, it's, it's easy to clean up. <laughs> now, we, now we know what you have to look forward to. Oh, oh no. I don't want to get... So you want to go get your hair cut? No. Not if it's going to involve <laughs> some bleeding. <laughs> My humors are fine. My humors are exactly where they're supposed to be. My black bile level is great. It's Excellent. good. Okay. It's just you know, ignore all the coughing. It's right where it's supposed to be. It's not, sure, it's not TB. Could be tuberculosis. That's true. I actually yeah, no. maybe it's a vampire. <gasps> maybe one of my ancient. It was uh, just Halloween. It was just Halloween, and I am coughing, and I am very pale, and I did have some family members die recently. So maybe they're coming back from the grave and sucking my life force out. <sighs> yeah. It's entirely possible. Should drink more. Should <laughs> drink. This. It scares away the vampires. No, well, because it 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 thins your blood. It's uh, like mosquitoes. I should you know? I should make a make a, I'll make a bloody mary. <laughs> yeah, put some roasted garlic yeah. in there. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> All right. On that note. <laughs> oh, welcome to uh, Lady Addercup and Emmett Davenport discuss weird medical crap <laughs> mystery. <laughs> Welcome to It's a new segue that we just Welcome created to in the middle of the show. History was weird, y'all. Yeah, by it the way. Starring Emmett Davenport, Lady yes. Adderdorff. Did you know that? Okay. <laughs> yes, that's pretty much what we've got here. Uh, let's play some music while she coughs up a lung. There was a A very strange enchanted boy They said he wandered very Mm-hmm. 
Why does it suddenly seem like you have more parole requirements than you had before? Shouldn't you have less requirements by now? Oh, that is not my fault. That is all the fault of my court-ordered therapy. How is it the fault of your court-ordered therapy? Well, I suffer from depression, right? So my therapist mm -hmm. said I need to do little things that bring me joy. I'm almost afraid to ask. I set fires to feel joy. Just, just little ones. Oh, that's adorable. That's what I told my therapist. She did not agree. I'm gonna fight them all. A seven nation army couldn't hold me back. They're gonna rip it all. Taking their time right behind my back. And I'm talking to myself at night. I can't forget Back and forth through my mind Behind a cigarette And the feeling coming from my eyes Tells me to leave it
Dresden Dolls with Pretty in Pink, a song originally by the Psychedelic Furs. Before that, we had Vivian Long with Seven Nation Army, originally a White Stripes song. Mm -hmm. And starting off our set was Aurora with Nature Boy, the acoustic version, originally a David Bowie song. No, actually, no. It was oh. a, no, no. It's actually an old song originally done by Lead Belly. Oh, it's I an old. Even... Yeah, it goes further back. It's, David yeah, and in fact, it Lead might not Bowie. even be originally Lead Belly. It might actually be an old standard by someone else. And oh. then, and but Lead Belly did a version in the 
thirties or forties. Yes, yeah, I'm only familiar with the and David then, Bowie version. And David Bowie did it. And yep. Nick Cave did it. Nick Cave also did Aurora it. Aurora did it. I'm sure there are a bunch of. Oh other yeah, no, there's I've heard a bunch of. I've yes. heard a yeah. bunch of versions yeah. of that song. <laughs> but I'm, but yes. See, oh yeah. Oh, we all learned something. I learned something today. And now a word from our sponsor. Dear gentlemen and sirs, you know the call to action. Surely you've noticed in your careers as gentlemen adventurers that for all our sublunary escapades, we often suffer from what has heretofore been an unmentionable ailment. Well, suffer no longer. With the advent of Sir Thomas Buxhill Wentworth's mentholated monocle balm, you'll be rid of the uncomfortable chafing and dryness that accompanies the life of a monocle wearer. Gone is the shame of a wind-chapped eye, swollen shut in pain. No longer will your unmonocled eye weep with discomfort. Oh, my eye! But rather with pleasure and pure mentholated joy, uh. I urge you, the gentleman adventurer, to purchase this helpful product immediately. And if you would like to advertise on this podcast, you can by simply emailing us at clockworkcabaret at gmail.com with the word advert in the subject line.
Hey, Winona Ryder from Beetlejuice. Come here. You know, you could just say Beetlejuice or Lydia Dietz. You don't have to reference the specific actress. Okay. Dang, Emmett, prison has changed you. Uh, I wasn't in prison. You were in prison. Well, I no. didn't go to jail. What are you even talking? No, wait. I just went to Delaware. I can see the confusion. Why'd you go to Delaware? To get some books that I had on reserve. In Delaware? They do have books there.
Totson Jammer with Land of Confusion, a song originally by Genesis. Before that, we had Pomplamoose with a song uh, with Beat It, a song originally by David Bowie. I'm <laughs> just kidding. It's not that David Bowie, so that was Michael Jackson. <laughs> a song originally by Lead Belly. <laughs> Before oh, that, we she's had. Just gonna ride like... I'm not riding. No, I just thought it would be funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Before that, we I was setting it up. Oh, yeah. I was planting okay. a joke grenade. A joke seed. I was pla- well. I was. I, I prefer to think of them as landmines. Okay. I was planting a no, joke landmine, and then you had to go put a like big orange cone around it. We're like, look out, everybody! Here comes the joke. Sorry. Everyone. That joke. is my job. I'm the steampunk spoils board. It's true. So yeah, finish what you were saying. Pomplamoose uh, sang "Beat It," a song originally by Michael Jackson. Lead Belly was not involved. I mean, he might have been just spiritually, but we'll never know. MJ is gone. And starting off our set was Nouvelle Vogue with a song with Human Fly, a song originally by the Cramps. And she's making that joke because I double checked to make sure that I was correct or wrong because I started having a panic attack that maybe the Nature Boy <laughs> thing was wrong. And it was. So it wasn't originally. It still done. wasn't David It still Bowie. wasn't David Bowie. <laughs> But it was originally done by Nat King Cole in like nineteen late nineteen forties, like forty seven, forty eight. Um, the Lead Belly thing was uh, I got it confused with the song Black Betty. Yes, made very popular said. in the seventies by yeah. Ram Jam. <laughs> Which all right, so here's so. the thing: I had never heard that. That I had never heard Black Belly or the Ram Jam version or any other version until recently, like in the past three so or four who did years. You hear? Did you never hear that song? I just at never all? heard it. Just never oh. heard it. Period. And that like, song. Yeah, at all, ever. Oh. And now, like I, and when I got into, I, know I was like, have, oh, I like this. I know we we have a uh, we have a couple, we have a couple different, different versions, versions of, of it. it. I, yeah. I know there's another once again a Nick Cave version. Yeah. Um. There's also the Son of Dave version. Yeah. Yeah. And it was one of those songs. Yeah. I was like, oh, I like this. And then I found out it was from the '70s. And I was like, oh, I've never heard the song before. And people were like, how did you miss yeah. it? Like, ah. Yes, but that song, Black Betty, is the one that was originally done by Lead Belly. Uh, Nature Boy was Nat King Cole. You want, I, I can make you feel so. better if you want. I, can. I know, I'm just, I'm correcting myself. I made a mistake. I made a musical mistake. <gasps> and I, yes. and I am owning up to it. That's true. I'm owning up to it. I am sorry. If anyone was... was <laughs> if they were if anyone, about to log on to Twitter. Right, if anyone was listening and went, that's not right, I just want to make sure that you realize that, no, I know that I was wrong. I looked it up because I started second-guessing myself. Then you went, wait, is that a correct thing I yes. just said? And then I discovered that I am wrong. There you go. And now I am here to apologize and to give you the right answer because I am an adult. I'm can, an adult type. that human being that is capable of being of making mistakes and then of owning up to it. I didn't realize that the passenger was originally by Iggy Pop. Oh. I thought it was a Susie and the Banshee song. Well, actually, I'd only ever heard the Susie and the Banshee song. Well, to be, fair, to be fair, I did not know that whole album was covers. Was covers until yes. I think you pointed it out to me like, yeah. oh, no, no, that's that's a whole cover album. Yes. Went, that makes so much sense. Yes. The only re- yeah. So <laughs> that if, explains if you why were... Susie sings the snake song from live, from right. uh, Jungle yeah. Book. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. The whole. So if you if you are familiar with the Susie and the Banshees through the Looking Glass mm-hmm. album. Which so is one of my favorites. Yep, it's mine all, too. It's all covers. all covers. It's all covers. Every single one of them. I have actually once I one at one point went on a trek to find the originals because I was curious about them. Mm-hmm. Um, there, some of them are are very good, and I enjoy them, and I can see why she liked the, the banjos. The band chose yeah. them. 
Um, some of them I'm slightly like, well, no, I actually like the, this version better, and it she, will forever, just forever be indelibly that's my version. Really in my head. liked the Jungle yeah. Book. She saw it in the theater, and she was like, I'm gonna sing that snake song. That's Probably. Good I mean, it's a creepy song. song. It's creepy. I know it's great. It's cover. creepy no matter who co- sings it. I have, I have, I have the the, the de- Dead Brothers. The dead yeah, brothers the Dead Brothers cover of that cover. song too. Yeah. So, yes, because if you haven't noticed, if you are a longtime listener, you definitely <laughs> you've noticed, heard these songs. You've heard these songs, and you know that that I am at Evanport, and my collector of cover songs. I have a, I don't know. There's something about about it that I have that that intrigues me. I like hearing. Uh, different interpretations of songs. I don't like I don't really like it when when musicians essentially redo the song almost the same as the original cuz I feel like well, why are you bothering? Yeah. But what I do really love it when they when they kind of make it their own. Oftentimes when they take when bands like take a pop song. Oh yeah. That I don't like normally, and then suddenly have made it something where I'm singing along to a womanizer by yes. Eric McFadden yes, covered the Britney not, Spears song "Womanizer." I am not a big Britney Spears fan, but suddenly I'm on board when someone else is singing it. <laughs> There's a reaction. Re- I, I also didn't know that that was a cover yeah. song because I had never heard the Britney Spears version. Yeah, well, Travis <laughs> because Travis hey, does up? an acoustic cover of. Baby, hit me one more time. Yeah, which is very good. Also, Max Rabe does. does yeah. Oops, I did it again. And and Britney Spears, not really a musician that I like, a singer that I'm a big is fan it of. Yael Jasmine that does uh, Toxic. Yes, she does like yes. a yeah. Yael yep. Jasmine. Yep. And oh, there you go. Yeah, and so and, and if you're not somebody that likes covers, we're sorry. The rest of yes. this episode is going to be rough for you. Yeah. Oh, so rough. <laughs> But but I but I like the inter I like the new interpretation and 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 by li- being able to hear it done in a different way it makes it opens up the my brain anyway mm-hmm. to realize that oh well no this is why the song is popular it's mm-hmm. got a catchy it's got a catchy tune it's got a hook to it it's just that the style that it that is popular a song to yeah. you in a manner that you might not ha- you might have dismissed otherwise right, right and that in a popular st- in the current popular style that it is I'm not crazy about it but now suddenly I'm super on board the steam powered giraffes version of diamonds oh yeah that's really I really good. love yeah. that it's very ELO sounding. It's not. It's done in a. Uh, their arrangement is slightly different. There's just something about it that suddenly I'm like, oh man, I'm not really crazy about the original, but now suddenly I like it. Yeah. So, <laughs> which is not on this playlist. We're, yes. We're just no, naming songs time, that we enjoy that are cover songs that aren't on yes, the playlist. If you would, if you are curious as to what we're talking about, you can go check them out. Walter Sickert does uh, Royals, I believe, a cover yes. of Royals that we really like. Yes. Yeah, also Army of Me. They do a cover of Army of Me. Yeah, yeah, by yeah, Bjork, yeah. Which is the very Bjork. Good. I, I do actually like the Bjork. Yeah, version. I like the, uh, the original. Oh, Obadiah Parker does a cover of Hey Ya that I find <laughs> very amusing. You know. Yeah. yeah when you need a, a more erudite Hey Ya. There's just, you know, there's just things. Yeah, I don't hey, know. hey, yeah, hey, a, yeah. He, well, it's more like, hey, hey, yeah. It's more like smooth. I know. Jazz. I just want to really know. I just, just really want to do a personal William Shatner version of hey, yeah. All right. We can record that later. Shake it, shake, shake it, like a Polaroid. Shake it, like a Polaroid picture. 
I bet there's a bunch of kids out there that words, don't even know what that means. Words for all of us to live by. It's true. I, did you just seriously kids these days yes. on our podcast? Yes. Kids these days. All right. Just Probably don't even know what a Polaroid picture just is. hit the fuck. Well, Are you going to join my acapella group or not? No, sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. It sounds pretty lame. It sounds incredibly lame, actually. Uh, excuse me? Synchronized lady dancing to a steam-powered giraffe chart topper is not lame. We could sing all over the world. We could compete in the national championship. On purpose? How would we compete in a national championship on accident? I don't know. I assume all acapella groups form on accident. Like a bunch of people wandered out on stage and start singing in unison out of sheer panic because there's this big audience looking at them and they, you know, it just sort of happens. All right, I'm not ruling that out, but we could also do it on purpose. 
The Lost Fingers with Groove is in the Heart, a song originally by D-Light. Before that, we had Christy McCall with A New England, a song originally by Billy Brad. And starting off our set was uh, Nico Case with This Little Light, which was a song originally by Harry Dixon Lowe's from the 1920s. And yes, we looked that up. (laughs) Thanks, Wikipedia. Scream, she said, one that makes me love. She 
out i'm not allowed to start a singing group after all what's wrong is it against your parole pretty sure this fits the definition of inflicting cruel and unusual torture on an unsuspecting public no oh. my doctor said i'm not allowed to sing on the podcast anymore because i have nodes on my vocal cords apparently i scream too much oh don't worry it's just god punishing you because you're a ginger and spend the rest what was that? Every time I think of you, I feel a shot right through with the bolt of it's no problem of mine, but it's a problem I find Living a life that I can't leave behind But there's no sense in telling me The wisdom of the fool won't set you free But that's the way that it goes Nobody knows Every day my confusion Never should. 
Whenever I get this way, I just don't know what to say. Why can't we be ourselves like we were yesterday? I don't know what this could mean, but I don't think you're what you seem. I must admit to myself that if I hurt someone else, we'll never see what we were meant to be. And together, everywhere, I will be with you. Everything I will do for you, I will love always, forever, near and far. Close and together, everywhere, I will be with you. Everything I will do for you. Do 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 do
always, forever, near and far, close and together, everywhere, I will be with you, everything I will do for the best soy latte that you ever had. And that was Garfunkel and Oates with the worst song melody, a song containing too many songs to list individually, but starting off with my least favorites, one of my least favorite songs in the world, Love Fool by the Cardigans. Don't at me, I don't like it. Before that, we had Scott Bradley's Postmodern Jukebox featuring Sarah Marie Young with Bizarre Love Triangle, a song originally by New Order. And starting off our set was the Watson Twins with Just Like Heaven, a song originally by Lead Belly. It's and true. or Robert Smith yes, of it's, The Cure. It's true. She really, really hates I that Love Fool song. And I did not do it on purpose this time. Uh-huh. This, there, this there, time? This time. I have... Yes, played historically that on purpose, historically. Yes, I actually went on a quest to find cover songs yeah. of that song just to annoy you. You have played them out at gigs. Yes, because I, I thought it was funny. Just drive the screws in. As and if you would like to see us play songs live at a gig, you can! You can, because we do that. We travel sometimes. That's right. And not even are we... Not only do we travel, which you can book us for 2018, yes. and you should... By emailing us at agonyauntstudios at gmail.com. But you can also see us this New Year's Eve. At the Hall River Ballroom in Saxabal. With the Onyx Club boys, Jill Christensen, and maybe some performers of various Heck things. Yeah. We might have some acrobats. I don't know. We're still working we're on still, that. We're still hammering out details. But you can right now plan to spend your New Year's Eve with us. Yes. Dancing the night away, saying goodbye, 2017. You stunk. We didn't like you. We felt that. Actually, we said that. We like, said that. We said like, that about 2016 as well. I believe that. Yeah, the Last, previous year was also a goodbye, goodbye, stupid year. You're stupid, and we don't like we're you. We're looking Get forward to here. the next year, and that's how we're gonna do it this year too. <laughs> It may be, it may be that, that may be hubris on our part, yes. but yes. we're hopefully we're fingers g- crossed. Two thousand eighteen will yeah. be a good year, yeah. or at least not awful. Not as like well, you like, know, just could it could just be not awful. It could awful. just taper off a bit. Yes. that'd be great. Because yeah. I really don't like feeling like the apocalypse is coming. I know it's it's stressful, and if yes. you would like to say. See the back end of 2016 or 2017 All with us. You can. Uh, tickets are not yet on sale, but pay attention to our social media sites, and we will definitely be announcing when they are. Uh, again, it's at the Haw River Ballroom in Saxabahan, North Carolina, and you can find all of the relevant information about where, how to follow us, get in touch with us, uh, you know, learn more than s- you could ever yeah. want to learn about us uh, on agonyauntstudios.com yeah and that brings us to the end of the show which I thought was going to take forever because Lady Addercop doesn't feel good it still took really forever it took forever but we actually talked I thought it was going to be very quiet and it was going to be me just babbling yeah, about things. But I think that cold medicine kicked in. Yeah, well, good. It did its job. All and right. I put the slap those leeches on. I'm feeling yeah, good. A thousand times better. All right. And we're going to end this week's episode with the Hot Sardines and their version of When I Get Low, I Get High featuring Alan Cumming. Oh, Alan oh. Cumming. Which is an old standard. Yes. I don't remember who originally did it. Alan. It was Lead Belly. Yeah, probably. <laughs> 
or Nat in, King Cole. In conjunction, in conjunction with Nat King Cole, Robert Smith, and David Bowie. Yep, probably. It's the greatest song that's ever been written. It's true. All right, rub it in. <laughs> we'll see you guys all next week.
we've just discovered a very rare bit of audio from former Prime Minister Winston Churchill. Let's have a listen. I, Winston Churchill, wholeheartedly believe that the Clockwork Cabaret is the finest example of steampunk radio programming. Never before have I heard anything quite so marvellous, and I doubt I shall ever hear anything like it again. Calpurnia, continue on your journey, broadcasting your marvellous music, and sail on to glory! If you would like to find out more about this programme, please check out clockworkcabaret.com or clockworkcabaret.podbean.com or follow us on Twitter at clockworkcabaret. That's C-L-O-C-K-W-R-K Cabaret.